thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your life. Welcome to Wellness Women Radio for the women with big dreams who dare to be different and who want to thrive in health, work and play. Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston bring you a weekly podcast to help you master true health and create an exceptional life. Hey there, lovely ladies and wonderful listeners. This is Ashley. And I'm Andrea. And we are the Wellness Women. Welcome back to our wonderful uh, show, Wellness Women Radio. Thank you for tuning in again. And if you're a new listener to the show, welcome on board because I know we're picking up new listeners all the time. Thanks to uh, you gorgeous people out there sharing the word and saying, hey, girlfriend, you got to listen to this. So uh, we certainly hear around the traps that people are spreading it far and wide and we get emails from all over the globe, which is just so cool. So I'm really glad uh, that we can join you wherever you are in the world. I hope you're having an amazing day today. And hopefully today's episode is going to make your day even even better and even brighter because who doesn't love saving money? Now, if you think that splurging on all the latest wellness gadgets and fads and stuff is cool and you've got the budget to do it, awesome. But I certainly know that I was a uni student once upon a time and I did not have the spare cash to spend on uh, fancy packaged superfoods. How about you, Andrew? Were you uh, also a cash-strapped uni student once upon a time? Oh, I think we all go through that. And I feel like it's almost like a rite of passage. Like you have to do your time being a poor uni student and figuring out how to, you know, get the most amount of drinks at the bar on the least amount of money (laughs) or whatever it was that you do. Um, But, you know, I also had an attitude as a student that just because I'm a student doesn't mean I have to be a poor uni student. Um, and it took me a little while to figure that out, but we'll talk a bit more about that later. Uh, but this episode is definitely aimed at not just the uni students who are trying to survive on a really, really tight budget, um, but also, you know, anybody else um, who is trying to you know, be healthy and look after themselves as best as physically possible um, within the constraints of their finances. And we know for a fact and firsthand with so many of our patients as well that um, sometimes things that everybody knows and quote unquote they should be doing for themselves, they simply can't because of those sort of restrictions. So we're going to try and give you our hacks and little key points today that will make that a hell of a lot easier. Well, we want to give a little bit of a shout out and a thank you to Erin who sent us the email to say, hey, ladies, um, and this is what she said to us. She said, good afternoon. I'm wondering if the Wellness Women are able to do a podcast aimed at uni students, like we said, anyone who's dealing with a budget. I'm studying a biomedical degree full time, working three and a half days a week, and I'm overall strapped for time and cash. I'm very interested in continuing on my wellness journey, but sometimes it can be expensive and hard to know what's most important to be stringent. I would love some general life hacks and affordable options for living a life of wellness during this period of my life. Now, that is such, such a great question. We, we thought, well, you know what? We could write an email back and tell her all the tricks. But then we're like, why not we record this for everybody? Because um, I certainly know that uh, years have gone through my life where I wish I'd know a little bit more of how to find the cool stuff and the cheap stuff and the free stuff. And um, yeah, we've, we've dug into our, you know, treasure trove of wisdom in terms of, you know, the things we've learned along the way and uh, the things we've been taught and shared and, uh, and shown along the way. And hopefully that can help you lovely ladies listening 
going uh, find a kind of cool little tricks for yourself that will suit your lifestyle needs. And uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a bit of fun today because I certainly remember my days of uh, running across the, the road from Macquarie Uni and lunch break to get across to the movies on a tight ass Tuesday. <laughs> so, and that was like in between lectures and we're like, man, we've got three hours to kill. Quick, quick movies, tight ass Tuesday, you know, cheap tickets. So um, yes, I can certainly awesome. relate to this question. Uh, and we know that we were doing listener questions at the start of each episode but this was such a question that it definitely required an entire episode uh so there we go but ash before we kind of get into that i need to check in with you we you know went into some heavy stuff with you last week how have you been over the last week how's your sleep going well thankfully the little man has uh turned a corner we've just kind of tried a new few new things and like i said uh that week as well when we're talking um, when you don't know what to do, uh, don't give up, consult the experts and keep trying. And I think that's where it came down to was having another phone call in with some great sleep consultants for uh, for babies and, and toddlers and just having a chat and sort of troubleshooting on some of the things we've already tried that seem to be working or not working and kind of give it a fresh look again and, and, and try again. Mm-hmm. And um, interestingly, you know, a day after we sort of implemented a few changes there, uh, we went through a night where instead of every hour, it was every two and a half hours. And for me, that was just like, wow, that's a massive win. Um, and we've had the odd night where we've had, you know, a three or four hour block straight, which is just fantastic. So look, it's certainly looking forward and looking up. And that's amazing what one week can do. And just even a couple of nights of extra sleep is just incredible. And I'm feeling buzzed and recharged. You can't believe how you can, you know, survive so well with such a little amount of sleep. But then all of a sudden, when you get a bit more, it's like, man, I've got all these other things to do and I want to do this and that and the other it's like okay hold my horses just a little bit because we've only just moved out of that space of you know serious sleep deprivation this is just like topping up the bucket for the moment but um yeah before i dive into all of the exciting things that i really want to get done i need to have that bucket overflowing you know and really be recharged properly so i'm being mindful and cautious and i upped my supplement intake just to uh you know support my immune system better and um certainly yeah less kind of um uh, it gets pressure on myself to try and be everything and do everything and just backed away a fraction, you know, that self-love that we talked about was just so important and to give myself that space to just acknowledge that this is just a phase, this is where we are right now, you know, it's not forever and to try and just see the win and see the beauty in, in the moments that I do have that are great. So thank you very much for your support, ladies, and uh, also for you, Dr. Andrew, for all the amazing advice because, you know what, sometimes it's nice to sit on the other side of the table and just, you know, be the one who gets the help. So thank you very much. <laughs> I'm so, so happy to hear that. Um, yeah, and don't get that false sense of security just yet. Just still look mm-hmm. after yourself. But simple pleasures, right? Just getting yeah. a few more hours of sleep and the amazing things that that can do for your psyche. That's awesome. And right. on, oh, and on the cycle front as well, menstrual cycle is so much better. It all sort of started to calm down. So, you know, that whole thing, sometimes oh, you just got to calm the farm. You got to get your lifestyle just, yeah. you know, in a bit more balance. And then my body said, oh, okay, not so crazy. So that all came under, under control too, which is great. So, so have you had your second period now? No, just the first and um, Still the, the first one, heaviness yeah. of that, you know, eased off within two days, which was fantastic because it had been going awesome. like super, super heavy for four. That was way above my kind of normal and regular. So um, even though it was prolonged and heavier than usual, uh, it certainly, you know, calmed down as soon as as soon as I got more sleep and as soon as I increased the supplement intake, amazing how like overnight it just changed and, and became yeah, like <laughs> what I call my normal again, which is so cool. <laughs> 
Awesome. Okay, so how can our awesome listeners have amazing healthy wellness lifestyles similar to what we have but on a budget and when I was preparing for this episode I was sort of thinking okay what are the things that I do now that are critical to you know the health and the lifestyle that we have and could I do those on a fraction of the price and this was a real challenge for me and I'm not telling Dean that I did this um, because <laughs> <They'll> think, you <laughs> have to now he'll be like right yeah, so since you can like, you right, will challenge accepted uh, <laughs> no definitely not and I, I've sort of subcategorized things here a bit so for example all the things that contribute to health and one of them being your headspace so what are the things that you can do to allow for that really awesome, healthy headspace? And again, we'll look at those on a budget. Um, movement and exercise, uh, supplementation, education, food, and then any kind of ancillary stuff um, as well. And this, and not that um, these people should be considered ancillary, but these are like your alternative therapies and those sorts of things. Um, how does that sound to kind of subcategorize them, Ash? Perfect. You know what? Mine is almost looking exactly like. So, you know, great minds think alike because I've dropped mine into similar categories, which is so cool. There's just a couple of extras in there, but we will slot them in where they uh, fit appropriately. But I just laughed because I thought the one thing, you know, that brings to mind this whole um, image is the criticism of the, you know, our, our yuppie hipster lifestyles of our, our age group um, and that whole hoo-ha about if we stopped having avocado, smashed avocado, you know, for breakfast every morning at cafe phase we'd afford a home oh, we'd loan a house like, <laughs> whatever it no, was and that thing they yeah. hit the newspaper and just did the rounds again and again and again and i'm like seriously you don't have to be you know um trying to save for a house and miss out on that there is room within a budget to eat out once a week if you really want to just have a really you know cool social enjoyable morning out because that's part of the healthy headspace thing too if you're having a hang with your friends and it's just a once a week thing i mean every morning this is where we're starting to talk about hacks and budgets so I love because first things that came to my mind in terms of the food category, like how can we nourish ourselves on a budget? Um, and that's probably where I'm going to start today because most people are interested yeah. in food. Like we kind of think of what are our biggest costs? And for most of us on a budget, generally speaking, aside from, you know, all the lifestyle electricity, water, all that stuff. It's generally food is the next biggest bill on the budget. Um, and I thought straight away, oh, the turmeric lattes and the smashed av toast, you know, like um, that's where I, I kind of still choke when I walk into a cafe and it's $7 for a turmeric latte. And I'm like, oh, say what? I can buy. Especially in Perth. Yeah, I can buy oh like a 250-gram organic tub of, like, turmeric that will make me, I don't know how many dozen turmeric lattes for uh, less than that. So uh, that's that's where I start. I'm like, ladies, if you love your, you know, drinks out, um, you need to start thinking about how to make those awesome drinks at home. And they're really not as hard as you might think. Um mm-hmm. So, you know, if you like your matcha latte and your turmeric latte, you don't need to buy the pre-packaged bags for matcha latte and turmeric latte. Funny enough, they actually have some very basic ingredients in them that they just mash up into a packet to make it fancy. But all you need is something, for example, like let's go turmeric latte, super, super, super quick and easy, coconut milk, turmeric, ginger, cardamom, cinnamon. That's it. 
It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. And then you can add a little bit of honey in there if you just want to sweeten the edge on it. But, you know, super cheap, super easy. And you can make a whole liter of the stuff and share with your friends, you know, on uh, campus if you put it into a big flask. And, you know, how cool is that? So, um, and definitely will come in under $7 for the, <laughs> for the batch. So I think that's what I, I really recommend people do is, um, you know, if you're really conscious about budget and you're trying to save some money, don't drink out. Drinks are so, so expensive relative to the calories and the value they give a health. Um, if you can avoid buying drinks out, you are going to save a packet of money. So uh, that's where I start. Uh, I completely agree. And that's certainly one of the things on my list as well is skip the coffee at cafes. And this mm. is a really big one for me because I um, – only drink organic coffee. So I will make it myself at home um, and, you know, obviously drink it after 9.30 or 10 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Um, But I will just take it with me. And that ritual of making my own coffee and, you know, almost that process of knowing that it's organic, knowing exactly where it's come from and all of those sorts of things really makes it a lot more pleasurable for me. And most of the time I'm sipping my coffee while I'm talking to my girlfriends. Um, even if they're not here, it's usually on the phone. So it's a very like social thing and social activity for me to do, which totally ties into that healthy headspace as well. And I know that when you're out buying juices seems so healthy, like whether they're cold pressed juices or smoothies or whatever they might be, but they're also one of the most expensive items on the menu. But if you look at if you're at, you know, your grocery store or farmer's market, buying juicing vegetables is always such a fraction of the price. So you can still make those things at home, but seriously, they are so, so much cheaper. It's ridiculous. Yeah, if you're um, buying so, a boost juice yeah. and it's $8.50 and you think about, you know, carrots at one twenty ninety nine cents a kilo plus, mm-hmm. you know, two beets at $8 a kilo, like you suddenly realise it's um, – a fraction if you throw all those things together, you know, stem of ginger and everything that would normally be in there, not to mention how many more you can make. Um, so, and you can guarantee the freshness of the produce. Who's to say that they're, they're bringing the freshest produce for the juices? You know, sometimes that's the uh, the offload, the excess stock that they're selling off cheap to juice bars so they can mash them up into a juice for you. Exactly. And that's why they class them as juicing vegetables because they're not uh, for conventional sale, I guess, mm. either for look or because of, you know, they're close to their expiry date, I guess, for, for lack of a better word. Um, okay, but let's let's look at non-cafe, non-eating out type things, how you can actually save money on food without compromising on your health. And this was one thing for me when I was a student and when I was on a really tight budget, what were the things that I was willing to compromise on? And food was definitely not necessarily one of them. So, you know, when I was a student, I definitely went through periods where I was completely flat broke and I had a dog to feed that I was feeding, you know, a raw primal diet, which is definitely not cheap for a dog, but I could not compromise on that. So, uh, the food that I had was always the best quality that I could afford. And the way that I did that was shopping at places like farmer's markets mm-hmm. because you were always getting seasonal local stuff, which is always so much cheaper. And it's usually direct from the farmer. And a lot of the time it is organically grown but not organically certified. So, mm-hmm. you know, the farmers themselves may not have the budget to actually go through the red tape of getting the organic certification, but they can absolutely tell you that it's grown without the use of pesticides and herbicides, um, which is, you know, pretty awesome um, in itself. And when you get to meet the farmer as well, it's pretty amazing knowing that you're supporting them directly. 
Um, you can buy in bulk as well. Uh, there's certainly co-ops and collectives where you that you can join that will have, say, organic produce that comes in and whatever seasonal and you'll get a portion of that for a fraction of the price. So if eating organically or as low sort of pesticide um, or sort of contamination as possible is important to you, those are definitely the places that I would certainly uh, suggest to check out to start with for your fresh produce. Yeah, and I absolutely recommend, um, you know, getting a group of friends together to do that because like you said about mm-hmm. the bulk thing, sometimes it can be like 10 kilos of broccoli uh, for X, Y, Z and you're like, oh, my God, I absolutely do not need 10 kilos of broccoli. But if you split no, it up you between can a couple. freeze it yeah, as well. well yeah. I don't know about you as a uni student, but I definitely didn't have freezer space like that. So, yep, um, you know, that if you have a deep freezer and you're a student, I'm like your new best friend. But um yeah, I would suggest definitely going to down the road of as going along as friends, you know, and splitting the the bill, kind of getting your big box together yeah. and just going, you know, a quarter of the price. If you do four of you and split a massive, you know, shop up together on a weekend, it's amazing how much great stuff you can get and you split the bill, everyone's happy, it's win 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 all around. It's just such a good thing. Um the other little thing too, it's a bit of a, a bit of a hack, a bit of a little trick, but rocking up to a farmer's market around closing time is incredible because you can get like major discount stuff because they don't want to take the produce home. So they're just offloading it quickly. Um, you won't have as much selection always because you know what it's like. People pick around in the beginning of the day and they get the best stuff, so they speak. But you you pick up stuff like things with bumps and bruises on them. Now, if it doesn't bother you, you can absolutely cut around that and eat the good half of the apple. Um, even a bumped apple can be beautifully stewed up and turned into amazing like pear and rhubarb apple crumble. Like there's just so many ways that you, if you get creative and think about it, you realize it's not a damaged good. It's just simply that in the transport probably to the markets, it's been bumped around a bit. Um it's, it doesn't mean it's necessarily off or bad. And if you think about that and you go, wow, I can just chew this up or I can, you know, make something, freeze it in. Um, and yeah, awesome. Some of that stuff you can just ask for free. <laughs> Half the time they just hand it to you, like, yeah, I can't sell that. And you know, the funky, weird shaped things that are, you know, really not that sellable, but they bring them along and offload them. So, hey, just, just. Think about the possibilities there that uh, if you're not so aesthetically driven because you're not presenting it on a plate to someone, it doesn't really matter, does it? Like nature comes in all shapes and sizes. We're so aesthetic in what we buy, but if you have a bit of a, like a wonky celery stick, does it really matter? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you are totally right with that. So farmer's markets, at the end of the day, I love that. That's so clever. The other thing I would suggest is that if there are staple items that you use frequently in large quantities as well, I would suggest buying them online. Um, there's a lot of major retailers that will stock the things you use. Like, for example, for me, it might be things like coconut oil, um, things that I use online, not just in the kitchen, but it's part of my beauty regime and everywhere else. Uh, so buying that stuff online, most places will offer free shipping as well, and you can definitely get it for a fraction of the price. So uh, certainly shop around um, for that too. Um, in terms of uh, protein um, or say your your poultry or your, your meats, this can be one thing that can really add up really quickly uh, and particularly if you want to get good quality stuff that is free range or um, hopefully organic as well. 
Um, if you're not overly picky about what, what cut of meat you get, you can get it a hell of a lot cheaper. And no matter what cut of meat you get, most of the time there will be a recipe that you can make that will make it absolutely delicious and melt in the mouth as well. So I having know, a slow cooker on hand can turn yeah. the cheapest cut of meat into the most amazing meal. So if you invest in nothing else, go and get yourself a slow cooker or pop into the local Sammy's or, or uh, Vinny's because it's amazing how often people ditch the slow cooker they're giving as a wedding gift. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. And I know certainly here in Australia, Gumtree, you'll see these things online for sale free all the time. Or if you're in the US, there is an incredible website um, called it's freecycle.org. Um, so this is in the US. I don't know if we would have access to it in Australia or, or Canada for that matter for all of our listeners over there. But it's a website that uh, essentially posts online for any kind of secondhand products rather than you know, them being thrown out, they try and re-gift them to other people who who need them. And these might be anything from amazing um, like therapeutic mattresses or elect- electrical goods, all sorts of things like that. So that's freecycle.org. I would certainly be checking that out too. Uh, but that's kind of a um, segue out of uh, talking about eating good quality meat and chicken and those sorts of things. Well, um, it fits in though. I just want to just yeah. butt in for the Aussie listeners. There is, um, if you go onto Facebook, and look up buy nothing sell nothing in your local area there's often these established groups that are the buy nothing sell nothing with your suburb in brackets and um they literally just it's just exactly what you just described it's as the words say you you give away stuff and you receive stuff and there's incredible things that people give away i mean i you i've very frequently seen people who've maybe tried a pile of different organic products realize that certain things don't work maybe a shampoo or conditioner they've taken you know, five squirts out of the bottle and they're like, okay, well, we're not going to throw the bottle out because it doesn't work for my hair, but does anyone want it? I mean, I keep seeing frequently on my one locally here um, in Scarborough how often there's some really good quality organic stuff and, you know, fresh produce, people with too much um, produce in their garden growing, you know, maybe zucchinis or aubergine, they all come through in one go. So suddenly they've got kilos of the stuff and they're like, hey, by the way, free box of zucchinis. And it's like, wow, this is amazing. So there are groups within your communities. You've got to dig a little and just ask. Uh, around and definitely go to facebook and uh, meetup.com meetup groups to find out where they are and, and how you can get involved great hack Oh, that's such an awesome community option as well. Mm. Um, it's local. So, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's lovely. So with the um, with the fresh produce as well, it's always a lot cheaper to buy a whole animal. Um, now it might be like a bigger cost up front, and I'm not necessarily you know saying buy a whole cow unless it's with <laughs> a few people and you've actually got the free space. But for example, buying a whole chicken you can actually use all of the parts and then you can use the carcass as well to make incredible bone broths, which you can make for next to nothing. But the nourishing health benefits of that are absolutely outstanding. The other thing that I would suggest is really make friends with your local butcher um, or your, you know, like local food producer or the guy um, who sells the produce at the farmer's market as well. I remember that when I was shopping for tiaki, I had a local butcher that I would go to because I found that buying offal for tiaki from a butcher was so much cheaper. And 
just being, you know, so charming that I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and just always like being really friendly and having a chat with them. And he would always throw in other things for Tiaki and sometimes things for me as well. And he would always alert me when things were coming in that I could buy and save money on as well. So certain types of meats that were coming in that he got at a lower price are so always offered to me first. Um, so, you know, if you ever explain your situation to these people, they're always more willing to help as well, um, as long as you're, you know, obviously pleasant about it. Um, so I would definitely suggest just, you know, make friends with your local butcher and your local food producers as well. Uh, you will not be sorry. No, um, I'm a big one on, and also grow your own. So there's now that's that's another thing definitely. there. Throw it in there, grow your own. Whatever you can grow yourself, seriously, you need like you can do it in little tubs outside your, you know, Povo Uni student balcony. <laughs> It's, there's so mm-hmm. many ways to do it, but um, especially things like herbs, because if you grow your herbs, they're often things that are expensive in uh, weight value at a supermarket, but they're there. They continue to grow. You chop them off. They continue to grow. If you give them a bit of love, I might not often die. So <laughs> I'm not the best person to uh, consult about herb growing. They should be easy. For some reason, I'm a herb killer. But anyway, um, and then of course, when you've got excess, you can dry them out, freeze them in. Um, you can even make your own herbal teas. So you don't have to go and buy tea bags for example because if you add it up you go to an organic like for example yogi tea bags and stuff buy per bag they actually end up being relatively expensive compared to for example just growing your own mint and throwing fresh mint in a, a jar um to dehydrate and dry out and then you know putting in your tea uh to create I, I think there's so many little ways like that and if you get used to this stuff and it becomes your norm you're not thinking about it all the time it just is as it is so it might be hard in the process thinking of how to create all this stuff but just start with one thing at a time you know maybe you buy a herb plant you start it growing and go oh hang on there's extra stuff there let's chop some back let's try dry it out it is about experimentation a lot of this stuff you know you've got to find out what works for you what you like um don't go making you know tea and it's something you don't even drink normally because you're going to waste a lot of time and energy creating something you're really not that keen on so just find out the things you do like and see if you can find ways to create the changes little bit by little bit um because i know like one of the big comments here was i'm time poor well yeah but it's also really expensive to um eat out do takeaway so the things that save mm-hmm. you the most time you're paying for someone else's time that's created those so you are yeah definitely yeah and with the crying of your own like I would love to see more people creating more of a barter system with the produce that they're growing at home. Mm. I have so many beautiful patients that every week they'll be bringing me fresh produce that they've, you know, made in their garden to the extent where we cannot eat <laughs> the things that they bring in. It's just so much. So we're going to create like almost like a little uh, kind of, you know, swap kind of fresh produce at the practice. I'm not entirely sure how it's going to happen yet, but we'll work something out. Um, but, you know, swapping with your friends or, or the people in your local area, I think is a great idea. Um, man, we are running out of time fast on this. So let's move straight into now um, movement or exercise and, and little hacks there. And exercise should not be expensive. And Obviously, having a trainer and gym memberships and those sorts of things do get really costly. Even yoga classes, for example, at twenty or twenty-five dollars pop, if you want to do a few of those a week, you know, there's your budget budget blown straight away. So, what I would suggest, um, first and foremost, if you want to go to classes or gyms, then bargain hard. You know, this is such a competitive industry, and gyms 
always have deals going. So whether it is, um, you know, no sign up fee um, and those sorts of things that they'll waive for you. Never, um, ever, just them- ever pay a sign up fee, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Having Agreed. previously worked Agreed. in a gym, that is something that is absolutely 100% negotiable. You'll probably get the, oh, I need to speak to my manager about that, but do not back down. Do not pay a join up fee at any time ever um, because that is one area where most of the sales team are allowed to uh, deviate and break the rules a little bit because there is allowances within their budgets to do so. So a little insider scoop there, <laughs> no join up fees. Agreed. Uh, agreed. Um, but just make sure you read the red tape and mm. the fine print. Yeah, locking um, contracts, things that have to, you know, up. minimum 12 um, month, minimum 24 month. They can get expensive if you miss the mark on those ones. Agreed. Uh, there's so many apps that you can use that are maybe like $4 or something to buy that will then give you all sorts of yoga work sh- workouts or like gym sessions and all sorts of things that you can use. Um, there is uh, an app called, I think it's called One Free Class. No, it's called Class Pass. Uh, so Google that and it shows what the free classes are or the cheap deals are in your area. And they're all sorts of amazing things. So check that out. Uh, I love the app. Um, by Ben Greenfield called You Are Your Own Gym. Uh, I think it's either free to download or it it might be a dollar or something like that. But it gives you, you just pick how much time you've got, the sort of things that you want to focus on and it creates a workout for you, which is so, so easy. Um, And there's an app called Yoga Today that streams one hour free classes each week. Um, So all of these things uh, can make exercise so nice and easy and cheap as well. And I challenge you that you'll find on YouTube YouTube, a gazillion yeah. different options that are free to watch and do. I, I dare say in your lifetime, you could not possibly get through all the free uh, yoga classes that are out there on YouTube. So <laughs> don't exactly. be afraid to consult online to have a look. And look, they may not all be, not all be your cup of tea, but they're getting you moving. You're trying something new and different. And tomorrow you can try a different one. So um, sometimes just take the, the opportunity of free stuff too. Yeah, I love that. Um, what I would also suggest is when it comes to things like supplementation, don't waste money on cheap stuff. Mm-hmm. So just stuff that you can buy, say in the supermarket or most pharmacies, usually is really, really cheap. Um, it might be full of fillers and all sorts of things. The quantities of the things you actually need in that to have therapeutic value may not even be close to what you require. And there may not be as much um sort of stringent process that goes into making sure that it's a really good product. For example, if I was to take fish oils, that would be something that I would spend a lot of time researching. And even though you can buy, you know, a thousand capsules for $10 from your supermarket, how pure and clean is that? What else is in it? Have they filled it with a whole bunch of other crappy industrial seed oils as well? Um, So what kind of testing has it gone through? I would certainly be asking those questions. If you do have more complex health issues and you do need practitioners, for example, like naturopaths or something like that, there are free clinics or or student clinics, I should say, um, in most major cities. So I would definitely suggest 
look into those and see if you can hook yourself up with a really amazing, you know, final year student who still has a supervision of someone who's really qualified um, and they should normally offer discounted uh, costs on things like herbal concoctions and, and those sorts of things. Um, I know that's certainly true for like massage clinics and beauty therapy and uh, all sorts of things that you can save an absolute fortune on. Um, there's certainly student clinics uh, around the chiropractic universities as well. So if you need a chiropractor, then, uh, you know, obviously you'd want to be asking around the student clinic to see who might be the best bet. But that is certainly a cheaper way to seek those sort of health services as well. I'm a big fan of uh, with when it comes to all that stuff too. Just be mindful that uh, using Dr. Google for your supplementation regime can actually turn out to be much more expensive. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've had clients tell me they're on this, 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 blah, 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 and they rattle out this big list of supplementation. And I ask them who put them on that. Oh, I read this and I did this. Mm-hmm. And suddenly they're taking like 10, 12, 14 different supplements through a week. And of all of those, it's just because, oh, I had this and I I saw that silica needs for hair and nails and I, I had this and I need that one for gut and I had this, I need that one for energy and I'm sure we're all familiar with that. I know every one of us has probably fallen into that trap occasionally. You see it on the supermarket shelf, think, oh, yeah, I've been feeling that. I need that. That's what I need. And all of a sudden we have this huge you know, cupboard full of supplementation that we may or may not really need. So I definitely recommend, you know, chatting to a natural healthcare consultant professional because if you get selective and take just the right ones for you, it's much more budget friendly not to be taking things you actually don't need. Exactly. And good quality probiotics are really expensive. Mm. Um, you know, that that's no secret. So what other things can you do to say, look after your gut health is things like, you know, bone broth, you and absolutely make your own um, sauerkraut and kimchi and your fermented foods at home for just a fraction of the cost. And just eating whole foods is so much more affordable and obviously better for your system than, you know, the processed stuff as well. There are a few things that for me are non-negotiable, so things that I won't compromise on. Um, And, Ash, I want to hear yours as well because Mm. uh, I'm always interested in that. For me, one is a really good water filter. Um, so we've got a, I think it's called a pie mag at the practice and at home, um, or or a Zazen water filter. Um, and the other things that I do not compromise on is the quality of the food that we eat at home. Um, so most of the stuff that we get is organic, um, particularly if we're eating meat. Um, it's, it's usually always organic if we can get it. Uh, but we use you know, we we know our local butchers. We go to the farmers markets. We still not we're not going to pay exorbitant amounts of money for no reason. Um, the other thing that I won't compromise on for myself is the quality of the supplementation that I buy and also um, my adjustments. So even though I am a chiropractor and all of my friends are chiropractors, I will still pay for my adjustments um, because you know it's absolutely that equal exchange of energy um and i like being a patient of someone as well um and being under care of someone uh, and you know the the health practitioners that i use uh i will always pay for and i will not compromise on that so so those are kind of my things ash what do you not compromise on Definitely with the foods, all about the whole mm-hmm. foods. Because I also know that, you know, when you eat whole quality foods, not the cheap takeaway stuff, 
your brain knows that you're satisfied. You know, it helps mm-hmm. to hit those centers of the brain to say, hey, I've had enough. And funny enough, eating less money also, sorry, eating less food, <laughs> eating less money. Who eats money? Eating less food saves you money. Isn't that funny? How about that? So, um, you know, <laughs> that was like a Freudian slip there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, eating less, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm sure someone can explain the weirdness of that. But anyway, so that's one of those things. Um, I think it's really good, you know, for anyone that's budget conscious, if you know your dirty dozen and clean 15, you can pick and choose your organics. It's really helpful because someone you can actually, you know, overinvest in organics. If you think you need everything organic, you might just want to pick and choose the ones that are most money saving for you um, and not, you know, not negotiate on those ones that are on that clean 15 list. And certainly, you know, know that the dirty dozen is an absolute. So you want to get things on that list organic. Otherwise, your pesticide, herbicide intake is just unnecessarily high and we talk about women's health all the time and how that affects our hormones and the flow on effect in our health is substantial so definitely don't negotiate in that area um you know, a funny Agreed. one. I just reckon most people, if you can just let ego go for a second, and I know these things are so you know tangibly nice and aesthetic and tactile and everything, but dead set swap your lemon for cotton on or Kmart. Like you can live without <laughs> these designer brands. I know Andy's just pulling up her top, going, "Yeah, I've got one of those right now." I get it. <laughs> Lemon from head to toe. Yeah, it is not cheap. I, no, I get it. But, you know, you're in a different stage in your life where if that's what you want to spend your money on, it's it's a choice. You can choose how you spend your money. But if you're dealing with budgets, then that's not so fun feeling like you have to be in designer when you really can't afford it. So um, don't be afraid to pop around to the local uh, thrift shop as well because it's amazing how many people ditch their expensive active wear because suddenly they've either grown out of it and they didn't quite get their goals. So they're like, ditch that. That's, you know, it's, it's frustration. So they throw it away. Or, you know, they're they've reached their goal they've lost the weight and suddenly these clothings are too big for them so they're almost hardly used and they go straight into uh, vinnies and i think it's a fantastic way to recycle which is wonderful for the environment everything else that goes with that but also it's really cool because you might get your little designer buy and it's a fraction of the cost a few dollars here and there and wow it's uh it's pretty exciting when you get yourself a little thrifty thrifty find like that so there are a couple of things that I, i certainly recommend for anyone who's you know thinking that health is expensive and it's too expensive to be on this wellness crusade and I absolutely disagree. Um, I think all the things we've talked about today should point you in the right direction of how to find, you know, little hacks here and there. And another thing too, and I hate name dropping, but it's true because some things are just so well marketed and so well merchandised that you think you have to have the stuff that they provide, but you don't need doTERRA for quality essential oils. Um, there's so many amazing organic brands. <laughs> I, said that, yeah. uh, I mean, I'm not being rude about it, but, and, and I respect that there's businesses there, but they're also middlemen and you pay for those extra, you know, people who are handling the products. Um, you can get all this amazing organic brands of oils online for a fraction of the cost and they're often cheaper than retail so it is worth having a look and honestly organic certified oils whether they are bought online or off a shelf are the same thing so have a yep. look around you don't need branded oils they Just really package yeah they look pretty and they make you feel good because you're part of a, a group and a society but do you actually need it is it actually giving you the um health benefits different to the same you know, oil in a different brand. I just, I just don't think it is. So, um, I tend to say yeah. you can, you can find alternatives to that. And, you know, don't eat out so often is another one I've always rec- recommended. I still use that as well because I don't know anyone who lives in Perth, but you will <laughs> totally get me when I say this. It is dead set one of the most expensive cities to live in for eating out. Um, mm-hmm. when I first moved here, I was like, what? This is more expensive than Sydney. How is that even possible? Um, so we found ourselves, you know, becoming into a habit of more, less eating out, more home cooking. 
And then for cheap and fun and cheerful and romantic dates, just packing picnic baskets. You know, it's just so fun to go somewhere with your little stash of stuff. And you might look a bit pomo and a bit cheap, but I tell you what, the romance of it is beautiful. It's so worth the efforts and it's so much more fun to sit on, you know, your own little sanctuary of grass hill in in the beachside suburbs as opposed to a, you know, glass wall dining table at a fancy restaurant. Um, That's nice for a splurge, but we're talking health conscious on a budget. So I think that's another good option. Yeah, I agree. And look, if um, you really do need expert guidance, so for example, if you are on a really tight budget and you do have a lot of uh, a whole host of health things going on that you need practitioners and tests and all sorts of things for, then what I would suggest, and I see this all the time as well, so what I would suggest is find yourself a really good GP who bulk bills. Um, so look around, read reviews, um, you know, ask around as well. Find a GP who bulk builds who's willing to listen. So make sure you've done your research beforehand. Get all of the testing that you need done under Medicare as m- or as much of it as you can. I know that some things aren't, but but the majority of them should be. Then once you've got at least the bulk of your testing done, then take that to the practitioner that you're choosing. So, for example, I see a stack of patients will come in to me who need a whole bunch of tests done and that just takes time and it takes money to go through that process. So, if they've already had it done, you know, that that's half of the guesswork done already, which is amazing. And also, if you actually just explain your situation to the practitioner that you're wanting to see, for the most time, most of the time, like, for example, I would never dismiss someone or from care or not make care available to someone purely because of their financial situation. So my patient's health is so much more important to me than what they have in their wallet. So we will always make it work no matter what, you know, obviously within reason. Um, so, you know, if you explain your situation for the most part, people who are in the health industry are there because they're caring and they're empathetic and they want to help. Um, so have a chat to them and see what you can work out too. Um, I also would rec- would suggest, and just for food for thought, for anyone who thinks that you know health is too expensive or wellness is too expensive, you either look after yourself now or you're absolutely going to pay for it later. And we know that for a fact that taking care of yourself now will save you so much money down the track when you're not sick, when you're not requiring you know hospitalization and surgeries and all sorts of medications and things for the rest of your life. So taking care of yourself will save you money in the long run. Um, I also just want to reference a really great book. Uh, so this is a recipe book from Joanne Rushton and it's called Rocket Fuel on a Budget. Uh, it's amazing recipes. They're all pretty simple. You can buy it online, I think. We'll post a link to it. Um, and all of the recipes are gluten-free and dairy-free and they're awesome. So she wrote it particularly for health-conscious mums who are trying to feed their families without breaking the bank. Um, so check that out too. Um, I think that that's a really great option. And also when it comes to your education around health, um, what I would suggest if there's certain events or things that you want to go to, just offer to volunteer. For the most part, uh, the people holding the events will exchange your ticket for assistance. And we do that all the time. So, you know, so much of, you know, the health resources these days are absolutely free. For example, like this podcast. Um, so if you want more info of you, you want to attend an event, just try and volunteer. 
Love okay. it. That is amazing advice. I think we've exhausted advice. our time and, <laughs> and totally most, of our, most of our list there. I've just got one more thing. Awesome, and you get, I've always got one oh, more thing. I've got one, we, we missed yep. it. And it's a big one. And it's like the low-tox lifestyle we always talk about. Make your own beauty products. <gasps> make your own home cleaners. Yeah. And I'm not going to go into it, but honestly, all you need is like bicarb soda, vinegar, some lemons, a few essential oils. And for all your home stuff, you mentioned it already, coconut oil. There's incredible, so yeah, easy that's stuff. that's the start and end of my beauty regime is coconut yeah. oil. Eggs. <laughs> Honey, like this, I take what oh, I have in the kitchen to the bathroom. Exactly. And we talk about yeah. health should be good um, enough to eat. Yeah. So, you know, if you're going to put stuff on your body, it should be good enough to eat. So most of the time you're going to have it in your cupboard. So just look, go online, Google DIY, natural beauty products, go DIY, natural home cleaning. And it's amazing the list of free resources and recipes and ideas that are out there. So don't miss out on, uh, don't buy expensive things in bottles, just make it yourself. Agreed. Oh, and that just makes me think of one more thing, and I promise then, then that's <laughs> yeah. it, um, is menstrual cups. Yeah, so yeah. much cheaper, so much more environmentally friendly than buying sanitary products every month, um, not to mention the toxicity that a lot of the you know, non-organic tampons or, or pads have. Um, there is actually companies online all the time that give away free menstrual cups. You just pay the shipping. Uh, so check those out and you will save a stack of money because we know that that's an expense you can have every single month. So why not cut that out? All right, ladies, we hope that this has given you a stack of really helpful ideas. If not, let us know. <laughs> and if you've got um, better ideas but, or good ideas yeah, that we've missed, we please have- share them with us. <laughs> Yes, please join our online community. So that is facebook.com forward slash the wellness women or on Instagram, the wellness women official. We want to know what your little, um, you know, wellness hacks on a budget are. So please share that with our community because we know it's going to be helpful. Uh, so ladies, um, make sure you've subscribed to us on iTunes because next episode is our hundredth episode. We've got big announcements to make. So watch out for that. Uh, so subscribe to us on iTunes. Make sure you give us a five-star rating. We love all of those that have been happening seriously from the bottom of our hearts thank you so much and ladies until next week be well this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com check us out on facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash the wellness couch subscribe to each show on itunes and check us out on twitter the wellness couch streaming wellness into your lives Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.